0: Okay, hello, everyone. I hope you are all well. I am just coming on today just to chat about a couple of questions that I've had from my lovely, lovely clients. We'll be chatting a lot about sort of fat flat, flat loss, fat loss, plateaus, overnight weight gain, um, generally scale related today, which is cool. I'm here for it. Um, if you have any questions, I am live on Facebook at the same time. So if you have any questions, please feel free to just pop it in the comments. So first question was, let me just get it up. How does one meal make you put weight on? I was 199 pounds most of the week. I've gone down to 198.5 yesterday and 200 today. I object and um, so this is a really common really common thing and um, and one thing I am glad about is that you said you would object to it to the person who answered asked this question so I hope that you can take some comfort in the fact that your short-term scale weight fluctuations mean absolutely nothing when it comes to fat loss if you have stepped on the scales and overnight you have seen that it's gone up by two three pounds it is totally common for a variety of different reasons which I will go on to explain so if you've eaten later than normal if you've had a heavier workout especially if you've had an, a heavier workout this can um, cause stress on your muscles cause inflammation and um, which will cause cold water and hence, Make the scales go up, and also if you feel quite stressed, again that can that can have a huge impact on the scale weight. And if you've had a high carb meal or a high salt meal, so if, um, if that meal you were referring to was a curry or I don't know, I can't think of it anything, a pizza, something that's quite high in carbs can be quite high in salt. That can cause us to take in more water just because when we absorb carbohydrates into our bloodstream and into our cells, we need, I think the number is about three grams of water for every gram of carbohydrates. So that's three times more water for every gram of carbohydrates. So if you've had like a hundred grams of carbohydrates, that's three hundred grams of water as well that your body needs to be able to digest it. So you could be holding more water weight, um, or yeah, water retention. And um, also, where you're at in your menstrual cycle, if this is applicable for you, can have an effect on the scale weight. So. Depending on which week you are at in your cycle, some women may experience higher scale weight fluctuations than others. So there's certain points during our cycle where we're more prone to water retention um, than others. Also, if you have not, if you've not been to the toilet, so if you have had a meal and You've not actually been to the toilet, then all of that food is still like hanging around there in your digestive system. So, um, if you've not got rid of it, then it is going to be there as extra weight. So, try not to stress too much about that. And um, if you were, for example, if you are someone who's tracking your calories, If you were to gain two pounds of fat overnight, you would have had to have eaten 7,000 calories above your maintenance calories for that to be stored as body fat. And even then, it wouldn't all be stored as body fat. And I'm sure you can appreciate that 7,000 calories is quite a lot of calories, especially if you are already eating in a deficit and already being pretty mindful of the choices that you're making in terms of your food intake. So, so this is what I mean when I say that short-term weight short-term weight or short-term scale fluctuations cannot possibly be body fat and um, it doesn't come off straight away so if you've ever had if you've ever been on a fat loss journey before you'll notice that it does take time it does take patience so if it doesn't come off straight away then there's absolutely no way it can go on straight away especially not overnight um, so I hope that helps Um, and I hope that makes you feel a little bit more comforted by the fact and as well what's great is that your self-awareness is great as well because you're you mentioned sort of you've been keeping an eye on it this this client regularly monitors her weight and is quite comfortable with that obviously it's not for everyone but if you are sort of at 199 most of the week and then you have a little bit of a drop and then it goes up again you're aware of that and you can probably sort of be a bit sensible thinking actually it probably doesn't mean anything more most days of the week I've been sitting at 199 it's just a random spike and it'll probably come down a couple of days after or a day or two after whereas if you were to just take today's scale weight as 200 pounds and that's the first weight that you've done for a month or a few weeks and that's gone up from what it was before then you would probably feel quite demotivated and this is where sometimes actually the scales can be a really really good tool to use if you are on either a fat loss or muscle building journey because alongside other mesh other, alongside other methods of measuring progress, and they can give you really pretty decent long-term, a long-term idea of what is actually going on. So I hope that helps, I'm just gonna get a drink. So, second question. Oops, I've lost it. There we go, okay second question my weight has stopped going down but my fitness has improved how can I get it going again this is a great question so hitting a bit of a plateau is totally normal especially if you've been going at this for sort of a couple of months two or three months and if this is the first time where it's kind of stalled a little bit then it's totally fine it's completely normal and here's what we can do to sort of manage that and figure out why it's happening so a lot of a lot of the time most of the time when you stop when that scale weight stops and it starts to hit a plateau it's more often than not because you've not been as consistent as in the nicest way possible you have been previously so it's really common when the, the longer you are in a calorie deficit, the more complacent that you can get. And this is not, not necessarily conscious complacency. It can be subconscious as well. So it could be things like maybe you're not monitoring your portion sizes as well. You're maybe not moving as much as you normally would. So just checking back in and being really, really honest with yourself if you are if you were to compare your activity and your dietary intake now as it compared to what it was a month ago when you were seeing that that decline that consistent decline are you doing exactly the same things if you're not then that's a really simple fix like you can go back to doing those things that you were doing before and um, if those things are a little bit are not very sustainable which hopefully if you're one of my clients then they're definitely sustainable and then it might be looking at different ways that we can create that calorie deficit that might make it a little bit easier for you and a little bit less likely for you to hit that plateau in the future. So uh, other things that could affect it and other reasons why it could you could be hitting a bit of a plateau are your calorie deficit could have actually changed, especially if you've been doing this a long period of time. As you lose weight and as you become a smaller person, you obviously are carrying less tissues around. So your body doesn't need as much energy to live and survive. And that energy is measured in calories and we call it your basal metabolic rate. And that's basically the calories that you burn at rest before any exercise planned or not. So if you were to be sat on the sofa, digesting food, hearts beating, pumping blood around your body, you're breathing, fidgeting, not even fidgeting actually. um, That's your calories that you would burn at rest. So your basal basal metabolic rate. And if you... Has become a smaller person so if you're not weighing as much then that can reduce and it can reduce more than it would do if you'd not dieted before and this is why when we use things like calorie calculators they're a great starting point but that's it so once you've calculated your starting point from there it's it's key to monitor and adapt it yourself because it will only ever be a good starting point so if you um if you've been doing this a long time it could be that that's changed maybe you need to review we need to review your calories together just make sure that you are on on the right amount um, and that that's not changed so another way that our body adapts to dieting is we subconsciously don't move as much, so because we are essentially in a diet starving our body of energy, your body will then put things in place to make you less likely to it will increase your drive to eat and it'll decrease your drive to exercise. So, naturally, your non exercise activity thermogenesis or your neat or your daily activity will reduce subconsciously. So, just be mindful of that and just make sure you're making a bit more of a conscious effort to get those steps in get out for that walk and just be generally a more active individual individual and another reason why you could have hit a plateau is maybe if you've been eating out a little bit more recently and underestimating sort of how much calories is in your food and the drinks especially if you're drinking alcoholic drinks if you are tired so if you've had sort of a rough couple of weeks if something very particularly stressful has happened and you've been struggling with your sleep this can also have a huge impact because when we're tired we are much more like it affects our behaviors so we're much more likely to make poorer choices when it comes to food we're much more likely to overeat and we're much less likely to show up and do all of the exercise that we normally do So just be mindful of your sleep. Is there anything that needs to change there? Could we maybe look at your sleep environment just to make sure that it's well set up for you to drift off nicely and make sure you're getting a good restful night's sleep? And then last couple of things on this is just how are you measuring your progress? And what I love about the client who's asked this question is, she's mentioned that her fitness is improved which is amazing and it's already a sign you can tell that she's one of my clients um to have lots of different ways of measuring your progress so that could be an improved fitness it could be improved strength and performance in the gym it could be decreased body weight body measurements decreased body oh my god decreased body measurements (laughs) um it could be how you're feeling in your clothes how well you're sleeping because it all does have an impact and progress photos so if you've been taking if you took progress photos when you started have you taken any recently so you can compare there's lots of different ways that you can measure progress even things like your mood are you happier are you not bickering with your partner as much? Are you not getting as stressed out at the kids? All of these things, honestly, are such a good measure of progress. And they are things that we do tend to forget about because we can be really hyper focused on things like the scales because it's a number and it's it feels a little bit more real. So... Last thing from me then, and this is something that I'm really, really passionate about with all of my clients is just zooming out and taking a step back and reflecting. So we do this as part of our weekly check-ins and we check in monthly about with this stuff as well. So we will look back at how everything's gone and we'll literally zoom out and look at your progress and sort of think are you doing absolutely everything you possibly can to get where you want to be and if that answer is yes then my answer is keep going keep ticking those boxes try try not to be impatient because it will come and if you were to zoom out on like so I use a coaching app called stridist and there's there's um graphs where you can look at your scale width and your measurements. And if you were to look at day to day and it's going up and down, up and down, up and down, um, and then zoom out to weekly, you might find that it's come down, you've hit that plateau, and then it just drops off a cliff. Um, because if you are patient and you keep ticking those boxes, eventually it will happen. If you are in a calorie deficit, you will lose fat and you will most likely lose weight. Um, so, yeah, zoom out. And look at your progress because it can be so easy to get caught up in the day to day, especially when it comes to tracking numbers. Um, And that's it, I think. I don't think I've. I don't think I've missed anything. Um, Let me just check. There's no. Fabulous. Okay, so thank you for your time and attention. If you have listened and watched this. If you do have any questions, I'm going to be doing more of these. So I'm going to challenge myself to show up once a day um, to answer your questions. So I absolutely love it. So if you could send me questions in, that'd be amazing. Um, Nothing's a silly question. And if you do like these videos, please press like, share it with your friends. Um, If you like listening to the podcast, please take a screenshot pop it on your social media tell everyone about it because one of my biggest things is that I want to make an impact I want to help lots of people feel happier and healthier in their own skin Um, and I am going to stop talking because I've been talking for a long time and that's it thanks guys